ability to gather together in the mighty name of your son Jesus Christ Lord we ask that as we hear and study your word you will speak to every heart by the power of your spirit in Jesus name please you can have your seats will you please turn your Bibles to the book of Mark, Matthew chapter 9 in verse 14 praise the Lord Please, without saying too much, we've spoken about the Wine Press Conference. We will keep talking about it. And we'll keep talking about it to know, to teach people how to prepare and um, how to function in the season. Praise the Lord. All of you watching online, you're welcome in the precious name of Jesus. And um, it's going to be life-changing for every one of us. Amen. So I'm going to start this message and finish it up on, on uh, Sunday. So the Bible says in Matthew chapter 9 and verse 14, Then came to him the disciples of John, saying, Why do we and the Pharisee fast often, but your disciple fast not? One of the things I wanted to notice is the, the nature of this question. The question here asks is what many Christians will also ask. They will ask you like, why do we have to pray every day? Why is it that every January, people will get into fasting? Why is it that we even have to go to church every Sunday? It says, why? So the disciples of John were saying, why do we and the Pharisees fast often? Take note of the word often. It didn't say we fast once in a while, we fast often. But your disciples fast not. So the first thing is this. They kind of knew and established the fact that fasting was a spiritual exercise. So what is fasting? Is there a difference between fasting and abstinence from food? There is a cut difference. Some people fast as a method to lose weight. That is not the fasting we're talking about. There is a difference between fasting to lose weight and the Bible fast that changes things. And the reason I'm saying so is that when it comes to spiritual activity, two people can do the same thing and their results will be categorically different because there is intent in this intention that is considered, there is the place of faith that is considered, and there is a place of what? Of heart that is considered. The Bible speaks about vain worship. The Bible says there are some people that will express their love to God with their mouth. And the Bible says their heart is very far from him. So the Bible calls it vain worship. Why is it called vain worship? Although the action has the signal that they are doing something, their heart is disconnected from it. In the things of the spirit for it to work, your action and your heart must be united. What do I mean? When you are fasting, you are not just abstaining from food in the physical. What is also happening to you is that there is a connection within your spirit that is producing the kind of reaction that God wants. So these people came and say, we fast often. The Pharisee fast often. Why are your disciples not fasting? You know what? This question suggests that the reason why they were fasting was because they saw other people do it. And when you fast because you see other people do it, you will not, under, you, without a proper understanding of fast, you will not have the accurate result of fasting. 
why some people were born with a fasting or raised up with a fasting culture other people this is entirely new to you some of you this is the first time in your entire life as an adult that you'll get to fast and you want to begin to ask yourself some basic question what is a fast why am i fasting number three how do i fast in such a way that's effective the book of isaiah said this very powerful he said is this the fast i've chosen a day for a man to afflict his soul that his voice may be heard on eye meaning that they are fasts that are not effective matthew chapter 7 chapter 6 to chapter 8 jesus began to correct attitudes of the jews and he says there are people that fast to be seen and he said although they are fasting to be seen because their motive is not right he said they have their reward from people in that they clap for them he said but the ultimate person they're talking about the father in heaven has no response to it so today as we fast and pray one of the things i want to do is to build up your faith and teach you in a very practical way the bible pattern to fast let's turn about we're still reading again in matthew chapter 9 in verse 15 so they asked him and said why are your disciples not fasting and jesus said to him, to them can the children of the bridegroom mourn as long as the bridegroom is them but the days will come when the bridegroom shall be taken from them and then they shall fast so jesus said categorically a time will come that though they are not fasting today they will fast so fasting is not something selective for christians that have challenges fasting is not something selective for pastors fasting is what every serious child of god must engage in from time to time the bible says in verse 10 so it begins to explain a principle he says and remember the question about fasting he says no man that puts a piece of new cloth onto an old garment for it is put to fill it take it away from the garment and the rent is made worse neither does any man put new wine in old wine skin that the wine because the wine runneth out the bible says the bottle will perish and both new wine so but rather new wine is put into old bottles that both are preserved let me give you something what, what, where's the diffuser i asked for it now this is a simple diffuser there's nothing spectacular about this diffuser and i hope that in your heart you know some of you will have this some of you have something better than this you know and what will happen in diffuser is i will put certain perfume liquid in diffuser and this um this will just kind of um help to transfer the smell so when this is like this after some time just without anything the smell will come out but after some time the vessel will begin to lack oil are you listening to me the vessel will begin to lack ointment and a wise person can be like why why is this not working but if you're a wise person you know that what is working that it has become empty the best thing i do is that i'm going to take some new perfumed ointment pour into it and it begins to work and jesus was saying something very powerful here what was he saying he said a time is going to come that there will be a need for some expansion there will be a need for some new experiences there will be a need to change levels when it's time for you to change levels we will not be attaching old garment to new garment what we will do is that we will produce new garment that can house new experiences are you hearing me somebody 
So Jesus is saying that what will happen at that time is that we will produce new garment that can have the experiences. So one of the reasons why we fast is this, and this is very powerful. Indeed, in a bid to prepare us for what God is about to do, we begin to prepare ourselves by releasing ourselves in the place of fasting and prayer. So he says this. It was talking about fasting. Let's read again, verse 16. He said, No man putteth a new piece of cloth unto an old garment, and to that to that which is up to fill it, and take it from the garment, and the rent is made worse. Neither do men take new wine and put into old wineskin, and the wine run out, and the, the bottles perish. But rather new wine is put into new bottles, and both are what are preserved. So as, God, as Jesus was teaching about fasting, he brought this thing in. And he says, this is the way this works. If I'm going to put new experiences into new old wine, there will be a total spill. He says, so what we do is that we what we first of all create new wine skin and what will not put new things there. What he was really saying to them was very powerful. He said, before we even come to the issue of fasting, can we begin to change the wine skin? So that by the time, and that is something even the fasting process enables. So that by the time new experiences come into it, there will be a total and mighty miracle. Somebody say hallelujah. Somebody say hallelujah. Somebody say hallelujah. So let's turn into Act of the 13 and I'm going to define quickly just one, so one or two reasons why we fast. Glory to God. Act chapter 13. In verse 12. In verse 2 rather. The Bible says, And there were in the church, very from verse 1, at Antioch certain prophets and teachers, as Barnabas and Simeon that was called Ninja, and Lucius of Cyrene, and man which has brought up with Herod the Tetrarch and Saul. Watch verse 2. And as they ministered to the Lord and fasted, the Holy Ghost said unto them, Separate Barnabas and Saul for the work unto have committed, for the work whereunto have committed unto them. I wanted to notice some things. We're going to read verse 2 again, and I'm going to explain to you. Karati Hasata. The Bible says, As they minister to the Lord, and that is a type of praying. Let's stop there for a minute. There are different kinds of praying. There is a prayer where you are asking God for things. We call it the prayer of petition. There is a prayer where you are decreeing. It's called the prayer of what? Binding and loosing. But there is a prayer where we are ministering to the Lord. It is somewhat the highest form of prayer because that was actually why God made prayer. The purpose of God for making prayer was not for us to ask him things. How do I know that? Jesus Christ spent volume of time in prayer, but Jesus was not asking for power because he was power. Jesus was not asking for wisdom because he was wisdom. So when Jesus spent all night in prayer, the question was this, what was he asking for? Jesus spent all night, he didn't spend one hour. He spent all night in prayer. What was he asking for? He wasn't asking for food, he was fully supplied. He wasn't asking for power, he himself was power. He wasn't asking for wisdom. He himself was wisdom. He wasn't asking for grace. He himself was grace. He wasn't asking for mercy. He himself was mercy. The reason why Jesus was able to spend all night in prayer 
was because he wasn't praying about what most of us prayed about. What was he praying about? He was praying the prayer of ministration. The prayer of ministration is the prayer of fellowship. Where you go into the place of prayer and there's no prayer point. What have you come to do? I've come to fellowship with you. I've come to worship you. I've come to honor you. I've come to bless your holy name. In this kind of prayer, there is no, you know, see, when you get to the class of people that can pray, we don't use prayer points. All we do is say pray. But when we come to the general class, because we want to help people, we have to break it down little by little. If you still need prayer points to pray, you are in the kindergarten school of prayer. When you get to the class of the senior, ah, you just get there. You know what to do. You know how to go. You are used to the protocol of the kingdom. I'm telling you something, you get there and your spirit and your soul and your heart begins to indict good matter. Someone say hallelujah. So Jesus will spend the whole hour praying. Not asking for anything. He's not asking to be married. He's not just saying, Father, you're God. And God is speaking to him because the ultimate purpose of prayer is fellowship. Glory to God. Someone say hallelujah. So, the disciples got together. And you must see, some of you, as soon as the prayer is not about other things that you want, you get distracted. Just know you are in the low class of prayer. The real, that's why, <laughs> when you see the prayer, the first one says, Our Father which art in heaven. That's the, see, people repeat the prayer. The prayer is not meant to be repeated. It was meant to be a pattern. Praise God. The prayer, the Lord's prayer was not thought to be repeated. It was meant to be what? A pattern. What is a pattern? Pray like this. So when you get to the place of prayer, our Father, who hath in heaven, hallowed, hallowed, hallowed be your name. Holy is your name. Mighty is your name. It's not about using words. It's about saying how he is to you. You look at him and say, when I look at my life, I have seen your goodness. I have seen your mercy. I have seen your grace. I have seen your power. I have seen your wisdom. Just last week, I was going to make a terrible decision and transaction. In the middle of it, you came through. And you just made me see the mistake. Thank you, Father. Look at the whole of last year. I didn't go to the hospital one time to complain of a headache. Meanwhile, many went to the hospital and never returned again. Is it not because the Lord is my shield and my son? Is it not because the Lord is my refuge? How many times did I travel up and down? I went in cars, I went in planes, I was not kidnapped, I didn't have accident. Is it not because he that watches over Israel neither sleeps nor slumber? Is it because this is it because of my effort? No, it's basically because of the grace of the Lord. Someone say hallelujah. It's our father what in heaven. I know be the name. Then they said the next thing, thy kingdom what? He said, thy kingdom come, that will be done. What's thy kingdom come? There's what we call kingdom-based prayer. Where you begin to pray for souls that are not born again. Where you begin to pray for the advancement of the kingdom of God. Maybe you're praying about wine press. You say, Father, I'm not even praying. And these are what the seniors do. The juniors are still looking for bread. <laughs> the juniors are looking for bread. The seniors are looking for the baker. Maybe you'll get it in some few minutes. 
the juniors are looking for bread. They're, they're, they're looking. Are you hearing me? See, the juniors are looking for bread. They say, I, I, I want marriage. I, I, I want job. I want promotion. I want approval. The senior says, after you get bread, you will be hungry again. Let's go for the baker. The seniors are saying, give me the baker. I will be okay. Are you here, somebody? The seniors are listening to the heartbeat of the baker. And they're doing what the baker wants. Are you here, somebody? So, what is kingdom prayer? When you begin to pray for souls to get born again. We begin to pray for the Middle East. Where there is strong penetration of Islamism. We are praying for Lord that they will see the light of the gospel. We are praying for northern Nigeria. We are praying for salvation of souls. We are praying. We are praying for the new convert. For the establishment in the gospel. We are praying that the light of God's word will shine stronger and stronger. We are praying for wine press. We are praying for the Sunday services. We are praying for the ministry class. We are praying for the power of the Holy Ghost. That's kingdom investment prayer. Let me tell you something. If you get satisfied just praying for small things, you'll be a shallow Christian. Then the next thing he said, that will be done. Another kind of prayer. What's that prayer? The prayer of consecration. See? You know, when you're in the class of the junior, I want, I demand, I want, I demand, I want, I demand, I want, I demand, I want, I demand. When you get to the crown of the senior, when you know him, you understand that there's nothing you can want better than what it was for you. <laughs> See, the juniors in prayer think that, ah, Father, I really want this. Do it for me. Show me mercy. The seniors understand that his ways are higher than my ways. His thoughts are higher than my thoughts. That there's nothing I can want bigger than the will of God. So when the seniors are praying, they're not saying, give me this. They say, Father, what do you want? Let your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. What you wrote in the volume of the books concerning me, I've come to receive it today. Hallelujah. Let the will of... So the seniors are saying, give me my husband, I will die. <laughs> the seniors are saying that, Lord, is it time to get married? If it's time to get married, let it happen. <laughs> I want to... The reason why the senior understand that if I step out of the will of God, I step into trouble hallelujah so they understand that so they are saying let your will be done on earth as it is in heaven the Jews are saying that it's my canadian approval and the sinners are saying I, I don't want to go anywhere but if you want me to go to canada i'm open send me lord because they understand that it's not my will but yours be done somebody said not my will yours be done those online type not my will yours be done Praise the Lord. You know how you know you're growing spiritually? When your preference is not for your will to be done. The preference is for his will to be done. Because the real evidence of spiritual growth is that our will is lost in his will. We look at his will and our will has been submerged, consumed, drowned by his will. John said he must increase. And he said, I must decrease. The Bible says that, and he began to minister to him. What's this kind of prayer like? See, this kind of prayer is very powerful. Sometimes, see, sometimes you just, you just, you just, you just there. When we walk with the Lord in the light of his word, 
What a glory he sheds on our way when we do his good will. He abides with us still. You know what I love about this prayer? Are you ready? In this prayer, you hear God more because you are not talking too much. It's a ministration. This is the kind of prayer where you hear God go, ah. The prayers, the prayers that you would just say, What is like unto thee? See, the, the thing about this prayer is that your needs are not occupying your heart. That's why you hear more. You know why people don't hear in prayer? They are so soaked in their will. Father, my marriage. And God is trying to talk. You can't hear any other thing. You say, Father, this is what I want to talk about. In this kind of prayer, your focus is here. Where is life unto thee? Oh, Lord. Who is life unto thee? Just ministry to the Lord. why it's so easy to hear him at that time is this he has your attention oh my god will you receive it will you receive it a lot of christians have the holy spirits a lot of christians have the holy spirit but how many christians does the holy spirit have someone say i have the holy spirit but does the holy spirit have you This, the beautiful thing about the prayer administration is this. It's a prayer you pray and God begins to reveal to you. And he says, let her go. Bring that in. Change that. But the thing is that you have nothing on your mind. And here am I to worship. Here am I to bow down. Here to say you're my God. I can't for bread. 
I'm just here to stay, Jesus. Uh-huh. 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 Those of you online, lift up your hands. Those of you on site, lift up your hands. Will you say from the beginning, light of the world? Oh my God. Oh my God. That's glory in this place. That's glory in this place. Hold on one second. Let, let me take you there. This is a kind of song you forget everything. When you call him light of the world, you say, Lord, everywhere is dark without you. There's no marital choice without you. There is no career choice without you. There is no plan for 2022 without you. You are the light of the world. I look at myself, I don't know what to do. That's why we're saying light of the world. Oh, light of the world, light of the world. You step down, you step down. Hallelujah. Let me see, Lord. Let me see. By the way, last week you were praying about that contract. Have you thought about saying Mr. Suleiman? 
and, and you go with Mr. Suleiman and it says, in the department on the left-hand side of your friend, there's an office there, Mr. Suleiman. And you say, oh, oh, Lord, I didn't know that. And God says, you can't spend time with me and it doesn't rub off on you. And God begins to talk to you about certain areas where there's compromise because it's a spirit of truth. And God says, what about that thing? You have to fix it right now because I, I want to walk through you. And God begins to lay some burdens in your heart and put some steps in your spirit. And God says, it's time to respond to this and it's time to respond to that. Uh-huh. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. And sometimes in this kind of worship, even though you are going through a lot, just tell yourself, He is my everything. He is my all. He is my everything. But great and small, Jesus, you are. You gave your life for me and made everything new. You are my everything. Now, what about you? God of the mountains He's the God in the valley This is when you have deep moments This is when you have deep moments When things go wrong He's the God in the land And God of the good time He's the God in the bad time and when things go wrong it's still God in the land my head calls do you know that? thank you Jesus hallelujah please have your seats one minute Acts chapter 13. And we, we must learn this. The Bible says, and they minister to the Lord. Very powerful and instructive. They, they minister. Some of you say, because it's the place of ministration that our will is bent to his will. Some people find it very difficult to keep their passion for God. The reason why is that they've stopped spending time with him. And when they spend time with him, it's transactional. It's, let me get something. So when they pray, it's prayer. Father, we thank you in Jesus' name. Uh-uh. I want him to work in me. Let me tell you something. Everyone look up here. God is not an idiot. He knows the people that loves him and the people that wants things. God knows the difference between people that want things and people that want him. The people that get everything eventually are people that want him. 
That was the difference with David. What did he say about David? He looked everywhere and said, Samuel, I found a man. Not after the post, not after the blessing. I found a man after my heart. No wonder David wrote most of the Psalms. How did he find the Psalms? As it was after his heart, his knowledge of God came. can touch my heart as you do. I have searched through all eternity and found Listen to me, never be a professional Christian. Who is a professional Christian? He does it because say it. Be a Christian from the heart. Be, never be a professional Christian. Hey, it's prayer. We'll pray. We will Bible study. Bible study. Huh? No, be a Christian from your heart. Glory to God. Let's see if we can finish this and, and close. The most important thing about prayer is not what you say to God, it's what he says to you. Do you know there are people God has been trying to talk to for the past three months and he's not been able to get your attention? Do you know there are people God has been trying to talk to for one year and he's not been able to get your attention? Do you know there are people that God has been trying to talk to for five years and it's not been... And some of those will come to church and God is saying, how come everybody else has your attention why don't have your attention well that's why we fast and pray because the, post, the, the period of fasting and praying we shut down the distraction so that we can give God our attention it's not about the music it's not about the singing it's simple can you have my attention? I want to ask you, 
the biggest challenge you're going through, what has God said to you about it? Oh, so it's nothing. <laughs> That's not God. God has something to say, but he has not gotten your attention. The biggest challenge you're going through, what has God said to you about it? So say, nothing. Uh-uh. That's not God. God is so caring and kind. He has something to say. But the biggest thing is that God has not gotten your attention. And he's been trying to talk to you for the past one month, one week, one, three months, three weeks, one year. And you are busy with every other person in hell. Glory to God. I said, praise the Lord. Acts chapter 13, verse 2. The Bible says they ministered unto the Lord. And see, so how did they minister to the Lord? As they ministered unto the Lord and fasted. Because some said, there's no reason for me to fast. There's nothing wrong. They were not fasting because they needed something. They were fasting to spend time with Jesus. There's fasting to spend time with Jesus. The Bible says, as they ministered to the Lord and fasted. Isn't it not, not amazing? You know, you are here this evening. Other people are just busy in a, in a place that is not relevant to their destiny. Bible says the minister Lord and fasted. Oh God, the Holy Ghost said, "Separate me, Barnabas and Paul, Saul, for what? I want to read it out for what? For the work whereunto what? Notice this: for the work I've called them. Watch this now. It was not then he called them; he had called them before. The fasting and prayer was the place of confirmation." What does fasting do? It's a place of confirmation that this is where I should be going. This is what I should be doing. This is how I should be doing it. Notice, notice, this was not the place he called Barnabas and Saul. No. He had spoken to them before, but they'd not been able to step out. Maybe they were not sure. Maybe they were not certain. But in this place, as they began to seek the face of God. And this is what will happen to you. As you begin to seek the face of God, there will be confirmations of what he wants you to do in 2022, of what he wants you to do in your business. There will be confirmation. This 21 days is for confirmation. Some of you, it's a confirmation in the right thing. In confirmation, you have to step out the wrong thing you're in, but there will be confirmation. Why do we fast? And watch the next verse. And when they had fasted, <laughs> my God, when they fasted, he confirmed. Now they were going to pray to release them to do their assignment. You know what they did again? They went back again. And what? Fasted and what? Prayed. We use fasting and prayer to start assignments. Talk about the first beginning of the new year. Isn't it a religious thing? <laughs> Read the Bible. When Jesus was going to start his ministry, he says, I can't start that way. Let's declare 40 days. Jesus did ministry for three and a half years, but he fasted 40 days dry. Are you here? So powerful. They, they were going to start. Say, listen, before we start this building project, let's fast and pray. Before we think of this relocation, let's fast and pray. Before we say yes, let's fast and pray. How, how do you say yes to a man or a woman? How do you say yes to a man or a woman? I don't even take time to fast and pray about it. 
Bible says. And when they had fasted and prayed, because they were going to release them, they said, we cannot release you like that. We have to first fast and pray. Hey, we, we, we can't just do the expansion that way. We have to first fast and pray. So why do we fast and pray? Fasting and prayer should precede every new project or every new season. So that's how we prepare ourselves for a new season, for a new project. How do we prepare ourselves? We fast and we pray. For a new phase, how do we prepare ourselves? We fast and we pray. And in that time, we're getting instructions. We're getting what? Confirmations. We're getting instructions. And this web Bible study is important. Listen to me. All of you that have that small journal that says 21 days, start with God. It's not just a small journal. You go back to that book and begin to read. You know why? The more you read the Bible when you fast and pray, the more you give God the opportunity to talk to you. I mean, I was reading through my Bible maybe this morning or yesterday, and I saw, you know, I saw you know my Bible. The Bible says, when Adam slept, Bible says, and God made Adam sleep, and he removed his rape to make his wife. And the Spirit of God said to me, all the single people you're praying for, they are too anxious, worried, and fearful about marriage. They are not sleeping. I cannot work. He said, he said, I said, why did you put Adam to sleep? He said, if I didn't put Adam to sleep, he will be interfering with my work. It will be, he will be interfering with my work. He will be interfering with my work. He said, so he had to, Adam, sleep. Single guys, sleep. Single ladies, sleep. Sleep, let God do his work. You've been awake for all the 30-something years of your life. Have you gotten yourself married? Thank you. You know what? But now, sleep. So, 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 so I say, okay, let me sleep. <laughs> but I don't want him to bring someone I don't like. I don't want him to drink no more. <laughs> let me sleep. And what does sleep mean? To rest in the finished work of Calvary. What does sleep mean? To come to the place that, Father, I refuse to be moved by what I see or feel. I rest in the fact that you love me and you sorted out this marriage thing for me. And I rest in that in Jesus' name. I will not worry. I will not be afraid. I will not be anxious. Because he that watches over Israel neither sleep nor slumber. No good thing will he withhold from them that walk hard rightly. The Lord will perfect that which concerns Praise God. Let's pray. Ladies and gentlemen, this next few days will be fire, Holy Ghost fireworks everywhere. You can afford to miss a Sunday service. You can afford to come alone to a Sunday service. You can afford to miss a midweek service. And the crowning of it is wine press. Listen to me. Listen to me. I don't know, I don't know about the other centers, but the lucky centers, every one of us will come with 10 people. This Saturday, the reason why someone says, why are you so... Because the Lord told me the world is hopeless. They're looking for something. We we are going to go into the street publicity and drag people in because we want to give them hope. Do you know how hopeless the world is? 
But ladies on ladies on Instagram will sell foul to ladies and say you, this your husband will love you for this, and people will pay. People are just, because people are looking for solution. Why are they looking when we have Jesus? We need to reach everyone, and that's why none of you is coming without your five, ten people to wine press. Five in the minimum. The best is ten. When I announce on Sunday, just let me know that Pastor, my ten is here. Praise God. On Saturday, we're going to go out with everyone out reaching people, posting online, sharing the gospel. Just imagine I've gotten calls from the US and the UK. Pastor, just to let you know, I'm coming. I bought my ticket. I'm coming. I'm just, ah. Whatever is making them buy tickets and come. Ah. God will bless them for coming. Though. But the people that are here, ah, they will not be, they will not be spectators. They will what? Partakers. Hallelujah. Let's pray. Stand on your feet. Go ahead and give him praise. Just, I just wanted to play. Yeah. Just play. Don't play a song. Just play. Just pray. Just pray. Oh, glory to God. What glory? What taking it higher? Lord, I surrender myself to you. Many of you have to come back to the place of prayer. Many of us have to come back to the place of fasting. Many of us have to come back to a place of faith. The Lord is calling out to you. Oh, glory to God. 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 Oh glory to God. Oh glory to God. Oh glory to God. Light of the world, you step down.
Father. Thank you for opening our eyes to your word. Teaching us what you want us to know at this moment. Aligning our hearts. We're praying that this will not just be a moment that is very challenging. But right now it's going to be a pathway that's going to open up to spiritual possibilities. We're praying that you walk within the heart region. You walk in the minds. You walk in people. Our will will align with your will. We thank you. We thank you. I, I pray for people that are struggling with the season of prayer and fasting that they will have grace and strength. I pray that in this season we will hear you. The light of the world will be obvious on our parts. Father, give us light when it comes to setting our goals. When it comes to making decisions. Let the name of Jesus be glorified. In Jesus' name we pray. Praise God. Hallelujah.